Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the guide to what are we calling this again? Guide to daily living series. All right, let's do it. All right, guide to daily living. Today we're going to start learning about Hilchas Purim. We're going to start learning the laws of Purim. Okay, and um, I have copied and pasted a few of the beginning laws that we're going to go through. And let's uh, let's see how much we can get through today. Um, I think we'll just do the introduction right now, and then uh, we'll learn about the reading of the Megillah. We'll learn about the different mitzvahs that take place on the day of Purim itself, and um, and then we'll learn about the Purim meal where you're supposed to get wasted, and uh, that's really fun. And if you can learn the lachas, then you can actually be a, an observant Jew while getting drunk, which is a once-in-a-year experience. All right. So the first law, it says, as it begins the laws of Purim in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, the month of Adar brings much joy to our people. And now this is a very interesting law. If a Jew has a lawsuit against someone who isn't Jewish, this is the month to go to court. All right. Very interesting. Right? Why is that? So, there's a number of reasons, but without getting into all the all astrology of the of Pisces, the month of Adar is the Pisces, which is the fish, right? And the fish is a symbol of, uh, which represents in certain ways the Jewish people. Um, water represents spirituality, and the fish's eyes are always open and always looking up to God. The fish, uh, the fish. Um, it says that an, uh, the eye in horror, evil eye, doesn't fall in a fish. And there's a lot to be said about that, but not for now. Um, simply put, the time of Adar, the month of Adar, actually is a month of negativity in its root. It's, an, it's a month of negative energy. It's actually a month of judgment, of strict judgment. But what happened through the miracle of Purim, as we have discussed in the past, and I'll post some podcasts about uh, the idea of Purim, which is essentially revealing God in the darkness, showing that even the negativity is actually all from God. That's why on Purim we get drunk to the point, we don't know the difference between Haman and Mordecai, we're going to discuss that further, of recognizing that even the negativity is positive. That's the level of Purim. And so what happened on Purim is we flipped around the judgment, the negative judgment of this time period, and we turned it into positivity. So that's specifically why going to court, which is about judgment, you can actually take a court case and the negative judgment, the negative energy, and flip it around. Even when you might not have been supposed to have won the case, this is the time of year where you have an extra, a Jewish person has an extra mazel, an extra, let's call it, positive energy okay any questions on that okay so if you guys have any court cases coming up speeding tickets now's the time all right and there's a time of the year also where we try not to go to court the month of av which is a month of negativity that didn't yet get turned around that's the month where the temple is destroyed so there jewish law says we have to not go to court so furthermore the talmud brings down that from the time of Rosh Chodesh Adar, when Adar begins, you have to be happy. We talked about it. It's a time of growing in positivity. Now, how can you be happy? What if you had a terrible day? 
How is it possible you have a mitzvah to be happy? The month of other. How can you increase in happiness if your life is in shambles? And let Ah, because Judaism says happiness is a choice. It's not about what you have. It's not about the circumstances of your life. It's about your attitude with the things that you have and the things that happen to you. And this is a time of, of year to begin to work on that. So continuing in the halacha, in the days of Mordechai and Esther, the Jews joined together on the 13th day of others to defend themselves and take revenge against their enemies. This was the time period that it was decreed, actually, it was decreed that the Jewish people would be killed actually this month. There was going to be a mass genocide of the entire Persian Empire, which was the entire known world at the time, the entire civilized world, where all Jews in the world lived under Persian sovereignty. And it was decreed that all the Jews in the world would be killed on the same day. And that was uh, the day of Purim. And things ended up flipping around, and the Jews ended up getting permission from the king to defend themselves, and they ended up defeating their enemies. So it's just interesting to note that Haman, he pulled, he, the, the word Purim means literally in, in Persian language, in, um, in uh, Farsi, it means a lottery. Because Haman made a lottery to decide which day to kill the Jews. And the, day, the month that came up was Adar. And Haman said, oh, you know what happened in Adar? Something really bad happened to the Jewish people in Adar. Does anyone know what happened in Adar on the 7th of Adar today? This very day, right now, Zion Adar? No. Good guess. Good guess. But I'll give it away because it's pretty hard to get unless you know this fact. Moses passed away on the 7th of Adar. Moshe's yurt site. So Haman said, this is a bad day for the Jews. Their greatest leader died on this, this month. And you know, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a big problem when Jews don't know their own history, right? But the anti-Semites, they know our history better than we do because they're not stupid anti-Semites. They're, they're on to what it means to be the Jewish people and what the power the Jewish people have when they do good and what destruction the Jewish people bring when they do bad. So our enemies are really our greatest friends. So, so Haman, and not only Haman, but the, 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 the modern-day Haman, Hitler, was an expert in Jewish history, right? And we'll see an amazing, amazing story that took place uh, in the Nuremberg trials of uh, Julius Streicher, who quoted Forum Fest 19... 46. Excellent. Yeah, crazy story. So um, so Haman didn't realize one thing, though, Ari. He did know about Jewish history, but he didn't realize that not only was did Moshe die on Zion Other, but you know what else happened on Zion Other? Moshe was born on Zion Other. Zion Other, the seventh day of Other, is... Yes, right. And the Talmud actually says that righteous people die on the, on their birthday. So the Talmud says. So, uh, by the way, just just to throw out there, my my son also, my son Surly was born on Zion Other. So today's Surly's birthday, seven years old. Yeah, it should be a good year for him. But um, so so it actually ended up Haman didn't realize that. Yeah, it's a day of negativity. Moshe died, but it's also a day of positivity because Moshe was born. And it's really the same idea that when although death looks like an end, by us death is just the beginning. It says that righteous people are even greater when they die. So the Jews asked for compassion from God. 
that they should that he should help them. And we find that whenever the Jewish people were at war, they fasted in order to invoke divine assistance. Moshe Benu also fasted on the day he went into battle against the Malik. That being the case, we may assume that in the days of Mordechai and Esther, they also fasted on the 13th day of Adar, the day before the decree. And therefore, all Jews have accepted upon themselves this day as a public fast. It is called Tainus Esther, the fast of Esther. It is meant to remind us that the Creator sees and hears the prayers of every person in his time of trouble when he fasts and repents with all his heart, and he has answered our forefathers as he answered our forefathers in those days. Nevertheless, this fast is not obligatory as the four fasts mentioned in the Tanakh, in the Bible. Therefore, you may be lenient whenever necessary. So this fast is taking place next Monday. It starts at sunrise, and it ends after the reading of the Megillah at nightfall. And it is a strong custom to fast. Again, if you can't for any reason, you can be lenient. But the idea of, of the fast is to ask for uh, divine assistance, just like in those days, they asked for divine assistance and their prayers were answered, so too in our own time. So whoever wants to fast, it's something to consider doing. But uh, just like with all the things we're learning, it's to become an educated Jew and you decide what you're ready for now and what you're going to do someday in the future. Thank you guys for listening and wishing you all a beautiful Zion Adar birth to celebrating the life and death of Moshe.